Hello, my name is Reverend Casey Carbone, and you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church at Mayopac. We are currently worshiping on Sundays at 10 a.m., both on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. We hope that this message provides you with a source of encouragement and allows you to grow more deeply in your faith as we all continue to seek to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Well, friends, our lesson for today comes from Exodus 20, verse 12, as we continue on in our series of the Ten Commandments. And to help lead us in part of the reading for this morning, uh, I have Robert Simmons, who will be reading for you uh, this short passage from the book of Exodus. So listen now to God's holy word. Good morning. Today's reading is from Exodus 20, verse 12. Honor your father and your mother, so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God has given you. Amen. We also have a second part of that reading today that comes uh, from a different version from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 15, ver- or chapter 5, verse 16. So would you listen now again to this fifth commandment that comes from Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 16. Honor your father and mother as the Lord your God commanded you, so that your days may be long and that it may go well with you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Almighty God, we pray that as we gather together this day, as we meditate upon the words of the fifth commandment to honor your father and your mother, that your spirit dwell with us in this moment to see with new eyes, to live in a world in the way that you have called us to live with one another. May you bless this day the meditation of our hearts and the meditations of our minds and the meditations of our mouths as we strive to do the work you have called us to do here on this earth in this present time. We ask this in your most holy name we pray. Amen. The fifth commandment, to honor your father and your mother, reminds me a lot of the jokes you find on the internet about that look your parents give you when you're sitting in the pew in church on Sunday and the pastor's up there giving a sermon about children listening to your parents. You know that look that parents give. Today, as we study the fifth commandment, we'll begin to understand a little more about what these surface words mean. And we'll begin to understand how this command bridges the gap between the first four commandments that we've looked at and the rest of the ones that are to come. Because while it may seem like there isn't much to the fifth commandment, seems pretty straightforward, there is an underlying message, a trajectory, you might say, that takes the fifth commandment beyond what appears to be a single focus. But before we get too deep into the fifth commandment, before we dive into the deep end, I think it would be appropriate to first offer up this cautionary tale, this cautionary message. Because this commandment to honor your father and your mother carries with it a lot of baggage, a lot of baggage. In his his commentary on the Ten Commandments, Patrick Miller quotes a respected colleague of his who once said this about the Fifth Commandment. 
that from my own experience and observation, no text has done more damage to hurt children than the words, honor your father and mother. I know that those words tormented me as a child, and I believe that they have tormented others. From my own work with the Hebrew of Exodus 20, two facts are clear to me. The first is that honor is not a synonym for obedience. And the second is that the Decalogue, or the Ten Commandments as we know them, is not addressed to children. This personal testimony from a colleague of Patrick Miller demonstrates why it's necessary for us as the people of God to understand what's really going on in Holy Scripture. It demonstrates why it's important that we can't take at face value the things that we're reading or assume that we have all the facts in the first place. It doesn't mean that you need a higher educational de uh, de degree to understand the Bible, but I wouldn't mind seeing you all struggle with biblical Hebrew and Greek as I had to do it. <laughs> but it does mean we need to use our critical thinking skills. The fifth commandment, which unfortunately is just one example, has been used to justify the mistreatments of others, especially children. So as we hear the words of this commandment this morning, let us not forget the ways that we have fallen short of, of living out these words of God. As we move forward with an eagerness to make sure that such violations of trust and love never happen again. But as we talk about trust, as we talk about honor, and as we talk about love, it should be apparent then that the fifth commandment never actually says we need to listen or obey our parents or our guardians. The commandment simply states that we are to honor our mothers and our fathers. Okay. But what does it mean to honor them? And if this commandment isn't intended for a younger audience, who then is it meant for? Well, if we're talking about who this commandment is meant for, probably be helpful to take a look back at the traditions of the past. For in the ancient world, families were the foundation of the community, of any community, just as most families are a foundation for us today. And it was there in the family unit where children would learn the meaning of such honor, the meaning of life, the, the importance of what it takes to honor that life that God has given all living things. Love of such things, such love of honor, such love of one another, did not begin outside the home, but inside of it. And while the young, the children, may have their own set of rules, the fifth commandments about our fathers and our mothers is actually addressed to those adult children who are modeling this commandment for the next generation to come. The fifth commandment is a call to live into these words of God. These words that do not possess a start point and an end point, but instead grow with us as we wrestle with these responsibility of caring and honoring our parents. So then what about honor? In the Hebrew, the word is clear. Kabed, the Hebrew word for honor, carries the same way as it does in English. 
Honor, though, in the biblical sense, requires a willingness to sacrifice something, though. Sacrifice something that often goes beyond just our own individual spheres. Something that even goes beyond the traditional family ties that we find or have come to be used to. Such examples of going beyond such family ties can be found in the story of Ruth and Naomi. In this Old Testament story, we find the full weight of this Hebrew word kabed or honor on display. In this story of Ruth and Naomi, we find that there are no fathers and son relationships to care for the widow, the orphan. Well, because they're dead. They're not there. And Ruth, who is not even a blood relative of Naomi, she's a daughter-in-law. Ruth, who is young, not related by blood, and does not possess great material wealth to care for either of them, refuses to, weigh, to leave an aged Naomi and exemplifies the justice and love component of this fifth commandment. Our lives and our relationships, as we look at the fifth commandment, are understood or best understood as a two-way street. Paul reminds us of this in his early letter to the church. We hear such passages from Paul as children obey your parents and fathers do not provoke your children. There are safeguards in this commandment that ensure that we look after one another. As we honor our parents and as they honor us, we do our best not to bring about dishonor Dishonor by conducting ourselves in a manner that does not bring glory to the image of God that resides in each and every one of us. Together as a community, we serve with love and with humility, strive to better incorporate the life-giving ways of God into our everyday lives. And this work together is needed now more than ever. If we are to cultivate a community built on love, then we have to start doing the work that we needed to do ages ago. As we honor our parents or those who we liken to parents, we fulfill the intent of this commandment, which seeks to provide justice and care to those who are most vulnerable. And of course, there is a... Uh, Reciprocity. I don't know if I'm, I've heard that word. Yeah, okay. Bill's giving me a, a nod as I'm saying. <laughs> you know, you write down words and then they don't always come out the way you in, intend to. But there's a reciprocal nature to this commandment where adult children honor their parents and parents in turn also respect their children. It's why these words from God do not ask for full obedience. Because in certain situations, it would not be right to honor those who break such trust and love that God requires of each and every one of us. The command to honor our mothers and our fathers is meant to set the stage for the much more expansive vision of our lives, of what it means to live in God's kingdom. Tending to our families, our loved ones, who are immediately nearby, well, that's just practice for what is to come if we are to follow the will of God. And I'm sure that some of us have more practice than others. 
In the New Testament, we find that Jesus expands this vision of the fifth commandment, as Jesus usually does. While we've seen hints of it in the Old Testament from stories such as Ruth, Jesus now tells us that our families includes those who are not related to us by blood. So now that our family has grown to include other people, can we say that we have faithfully followed the fifth commandment each and every day? I'd be very surprised if someone raised their hand. Because <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think we can say that as individuals or as a community to say that we have embraced these words that we have heard this morning. I don't think it would be helpful to name all the instances, but I'm sure that we can think about the ways that we have fallen short of the fifth commandment, both here in our church, here in our town, our county, the ways that we have failed to honor one another, failed to honor those who have become our adopted parents in the kingdom of God. There's a lot of work ahead of us, as God usually requires of us. There's a lot of work ahead of us as we strive to undo the hurt we have wrapped around each other, as we try to work on the healing that God has tasked to us. We can, of course, try to justify the ways that we have dishonored one another, but we cannot escape the undeniable truth that in those moments we have dishonored our creator. The family of God weaves us together. We can't escape that. That God weaves us together, our family with families across the world. Families that eat different foods than we do. Families that wear different clothing, speak different languages. Families that might have different tastes in music. I don't know. You can fill in the blank. So it is our responsibility now to show honor to mothers and fathers who are not just our own, but to those who are also not our parents who have become our adopted parents, though, in God's kingdom. It is our responsibility to stand up and correct them as well when they are wrong, as they have instructed us when we were wrong. Now is the time. Now is the time to pick up the cause, the mantle of honor and reverence. Now is the time for us to honor one another in an age where honor, respect, and civility appear to have no place at the table. It is not the time to point fingers or to play the blame game, but to instead come together as the people God intended us to be, to support one another, to hold one another in communal love as an adopted family in God's kingdom. So let us go and embrace the fifth commandment in our ways of living each and every day. For in every moment we feed the poor, Stand up for those who have been hurt or pushed to the margins. For every time we advocate for the well-being of others, we faithfully live out the words, honor your father and your mother. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.